Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, Praise the Savior, Ye Who Know Him. Almost every American has at one time or another seen the familiar little figure of the Quaker on the Quaker Oaks Company products. At one time many years ago, this little Quaker was sure he had appeared on his last box of oats. John Shoemaker, founder of the company, was among the rugged and honest Dutchmen who came to America to live and to find a place in life. He came with the belief that the American people could be educated to the use of oats as a breakfast cereal, and being a miller, he set works on his plan. With steadfast stride, his business prospered, and he was careful to glorify God in all his dealings. 
He'd own his own mill, elevator, and packing rooms, and success seemed to be certain. Then one night, a fire broke out in the mill, and the next morning, John Shoemaker's Quaker Oats Company consisted of a heap of wet, smoking grain in the office building which stood across the road. During the following day, his friends dropped in to console him. And once in a while, some farmers stopped by to pay a dollar or so for a load of the wet grain for the hogs or cattle. Among the callers were four strangers who offered the Dutchman $5,000 for the pile of steaming grain. Shoemaker was curious as to what value they saw in the grain and listened carefully to their conversation. He got his answer when one of the men turned to his friend and said, Do you think it will make good whiskey? The Dutchman snapped to attention. What was that you said? he demanded. The stranger repeated his question. John had definite ideas about strong drink. Turning to the men, he said, You get out of here. You get right out of here. I don't want anything to do with you. And the men left in a hurry. A friend who was sitting quietly by had listened to the conversation. He turned to Shoemaker and said, John, you are the biggest fool I ever saw. Here you are with hardly a penny in your pocket, and these men offer you enough to put you back on your feet again, and you turn it down. What do you care what they do with it? Flat on your back, and you turn this offer down? You are the biggest fool I ever saw. Facing his friend, John Shoemaker replied, You're wrong, my friend. The business of Shoemaker may well be on its back, but thank God its principles are on their feet. Proof that the Dutchman's business didn't stay on its back may be witnessed at the nearest supermarket. John Shoemaker was right. It is the responsibility of Christians to live day by day for the Lord And he, in turn, cares for us, leads us, and blesses us with all spiritual blessings, no matter what the circumstances. Listen now as John and Penny Harris sing this beautiful song, Who is He?
You are listening to Join the Morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We are excited and pleased to announce that our Sunday 1045 a.m. worship service had begun meeting again. Due to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, there will be no Sunday school, evening service, or Wednesday Bible study until further notice. We hope to resume all services and ministries in the near future. Since these plans could be ever-changing, we encourage you to call the church office at 942-2131 if you have any questions concerning our services. We invite you to listen or watch the services that we have always provided. Our services are on Facebook, Sunday at 12.15 and 7 p.m. and Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Also, we encourage you to visit our website, www. AltoonaBible.org. Also, we're in the Johnstown and Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14, and there are services available on the local radio stations on Sunday at 11 o'clock, 12 noon, and 7 p.m. Listen now as Debbie Sackmeyer plays for us in the flute this beautiful song entitled Praise and Worship Medley.
Do you mean that we are going to church today? Asked Andrew, the caretaker, as Mr. Dickinson, the wealthy manufacturer, called for his church on Sunday. Mr. Dickinson was not a regular attendant, although his wife went frequently. Yes, I want to go today to hear the new pipe organ I gave the church. It cost thousands of dollars, and I want to see if it was worth it. Mr. Dickinson and his wife were driven in their big limousine to the village church near their country estate. They were ushered into a good seat where they could hear the new organ as it was dedicated and played for the first time. When they returned to their country home, the caretaker asked Mr. Dickinson, How did you like the service at church? The organ music was fine, replied the wealthy man. But after I had given them a good pipe organ... They had the nerve to come around and stick a plate under my nose. I reached into my pocket to find something. The smallest money I had was a $20 bill. I gave that, and I hope they're satisfied. It will be a long time before I go to that church again. They always receive an offering, explained the caretaker, who loved the Lord and faithfully attended his own church whenever he did not have to work. Those who love the Lord and want to show their love by sharing what God has given them. We are never insulted at the privilege of giving, but enjoy it. We remember what our Bible says, the Lord loveth a cheerful giver. Well, God should be well pleased with my big gift, and he better take care of me, stated the rich man with pride evident in his words and actions. Mr. Dickinson turned away from the caretaker, muttering something under his breath. The caretaker could not understand it, but he observed to himself, he thinks he bought a through ticket to heaven by giving that organ to the church. He acts insulted because they passed the plate in the service and he had nothing less than a $20 bill. Yet, He asked me to spend over $200,000 building stone fences and laying pipes to water the flowers in his garden. The $20 was a mere nothing compared to the money he spends on other things. We don't know whether this is a true story or not, but it does point out the attitude of many people, people who resent being asked to give their money to support the Lord's work. If you are one who says, I don't go to church because they're always asking for money, you should search your heart. There is much more love for the Lord there. Those who truly love the Lord rejoice in the privilege of giving to His work and being allowed to have a part in it. Listen now as Andrew Greenleaf sings this beautiful song entitled, Trust in You.
truth is you know what tomorrow, tomorrow brings there's not a day ahead you have not seen so in all things be my life and bread i want what you want lord and nothing less when you don't move on Time now for a Bible study portion of our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is rightly dividing the word of truth, the parables of the Lord Jesus Christ. Luke chapter 10, verse 29. But he, willing to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? The parable of the Good Samaritan is found in Luke chapter 10, verses 30 to 37. And I would encourage you to read those verses of Scripture. The Lord Jesus Christ was talking with a lawyer, Luke chapter 10, verses 25 to 29. A lawyer was an expert in the Mosaic law. The lawyer asked the Lord Jesus Christ, who was his neighbor? The Lord Jesus Christ then shared with him the parable of the Good Samaritan. The individuals in the parable are a man, robbers, a priest, a Levite, and a Samaritan. To fully appreciate this parable in the words of Lord Jesus Christ, you need to understand the terrain and the geography of this area. The city of Jericho is located approximately 18 miles northeast of Jerusalem. There would be liberal scholars who would not believe in the divine inspiration of the word of God, possibly dispute the words of the Lord when he said, a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho. If Jericho was located north and east of Jerusalem, how does one go down in the city? The elevation of Jerusalem was approximately 3,800 feet above sea level, whereas the city of Jericho is approximately 846 feet below sea level. So in a distance of approximately 18 miles, one would descend more than three-fourths of a mile. Going down from Jerusalem, you'd be leaving a semi-dry area for a totally barren and parched one. The road between Jericho and Jerusalem was the main thoroughfare for trading caravans, 
pilgrims, travelers who journey between these two cities. Given the isolated terrain, people traveling this road were easy targets for bandits and robbers who would find ample hiding places in the caves and in the rocks and escape routes in the desert. The road at some point also is very narrow. A priest is one who is from the tribe of Levi, a son of Aaron. A Levite is from the tribe of Levi. He was not a priest, but he carried out other functions. And who were the Samaritans? Remember, you had the United Kingdom of Israel under King Saul, David, and Solomon. Then you had the divided Kingdom of Israel, the ten northern tribes with under Jeroboam, who established their own worship, which was not according to the law. And you had the two southern tribes under Rehoboam. The ten northern tribes were ultimately conquered by the king of Assyria in 717 B.C. The ten tribes were not totally destroyed or killed because of the presentation of Lord Jesus Christ in the temple, Luke chapter 2. There's an individual, Anna, from the tribe of Asher, and Asher was one of the ten northern tribes. King Sennacherib to destroy the ten northern tribes, that kingdom. And what he did again was he conquered it, and that kingdom ceased to exist, but to really water down their beliefs, he had the Jews intermarry with the Gentiles. Godly Jews who understood what was going on ultimately had fled to Judah, the two southern tribes. The Samaritans then were Jews and Gentiles, and during the earthly ministry of Christ, they were despised. Many traveling from Jerusalem to Galilee in the north would travel east, crossing the Jordan River, and then go north, thus avoiding Samaria. And you see this in John chapter 4, verse 9. Then said the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it thou being a Jew, ask drink of me, which is a woman of Samaria, for the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. The man, no doubt, was a Jew. The man was traveling on this dangerous road between those two cities. The robbers attacked him, pounded on him, stripping him of his clothes, and left him for dead. Then a priest came by and saw him, and he passed on the other side. Then a Levite came, and he looked on the man, but passed by. You can dispute why the priest and the Levite did not stop. It is a parable. What did the law say? Leviticus 19.18 tells us that thou art to love their neighbor as thyself. Remember Matthew chapter number 22, the three groups with the Herodians, the Sadducees, the Pharisees, trying to tempt Christ, entangle him in his own words. And they asked, the Pharisees asked Christ concerning the law. What is the greatest commandment in the law? And the Lord Jesus Christ answered, and you see this in Matthew 22, verses 34 down through verse number 39 and verse 40. The first and greatest commandment is there to love God. And the second is like to the first, that thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. The law said, love God and love your neighbor. The Samaritan, the most despised person during the earthly ministry of Christ, he had compassion on this person, taking care of him, even telling the host that he'd give him more money if he used up the money that he had given him. When the lawyer was asked by the Lord which one of these three was a neighbor to the man who was robbed and wounded by the thieves, the lawyer had to confess it was not the priest, it was not the Levite, it was the despised Samaritan. The law did not have the power to make them love their neighbor, it simply told them. And today in the dispensation of grace, it's all God's grace empowers us that we can live for God. Do you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior? If you've never trusted him, the only way of salvation... Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved.
have been listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust that you've received a real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Thank you, my Lord.